Hi, everyone. Pastor Galen, lead pastor at Shine Hills Church. Thank you so much for joining us on this podcast. We hope that these podcasts will be a real encouragement to you on your spiritual journey. You can also connect with Cheyenne Hills at CheyenneHills.org. Hope you enjoy the program. We are across the street and around the world. Cheyenne Hills. So someone had a trivia question. They said, what can you binge watch? You don't have to answer that question because I know it's just random. But so what we're doing here in studio is, is we are are binge studying, right? So oh, we're just going good. from one passage right to the next passage, right to the next. And I could, I think we both agreed that, or all three agreed this. like, man, let's, we could just continue to do this. This is really rich kind of just getting into God's word. Mm. So anyway, here we go again. Colossians chapter two. I'm going to start reading in verse six. We left off there last time. <clears throat> Therefore, as you receive Christ Jesus, the Lord, so walk in him, rooted and built up in him and established in the faith, just as you were taught, abounding in thanksgiving. Verse 8. See to it that no one takes you captive by philosophy and empty deceit, according to human tradition, according to the elementary spirits of the world, and not according to Christ. For in him the whole fullness of deity dwells bodily. That's a lot of words right there. That's a powerful statement right there, isn't it? Verse, mm-hmm. verse 9. For in him the whole fullness of deity dwells bodily. And you have been filled in him who is the head of the rule and authority. All right, so here we go. We're going to stop in verse 10. There's a, there's a lot to chew on right there. What, what struck you as I in those four verses? Anything? Well, you know, I'll tell you what, Galen. There, there's two things that pop right out of the, uh, of the page for me. In Colossians 2.7, it says that we are rooted and built up in him. And then secondly, in the next verse, it says that there is this philosophy in empty deceit. So one has substance. It's rooted in something that is immovable, unshakable. And the other one is a kind of philosophy, which philosophy in general is not a bad thing. Philosophy simply means in Greek, it means a love of wisdom. On the other hand, when you talk about empty deceit, there are a lot of people that will couch things as wise and really it's empty. And then secondly, when you get to that, uh, to verses 9 and 10, the fullness of deity dwells bodily. Wow. So he, he, he embodies the fullness of deity. And then in the next verse, it says, we have been filled in him. So then he who is full of deity pours himself into us. Am I reading that right? I think that's where, where it's going. And so what does it look like? I guess that, that's the verse that always just, I don't know. We're coming up on Christmas here, and we're going to see, you know, the God of the universe. We think of all that power mm-hmm. into, you know, contained in the the womb of a teenage virgin. You know, isn't oh, that wow. a, an amazing thought? Mm-hmm. The one that spoke all this into being, that created, everything was created by him and through him, and nothing was made that has been made. So Christ is not only everything, but he created everything, and then he stepped into creation. Mm-hmm. And then it says, all the fullness of deity dwells in bodily form in him. I just, mm-hmm. it blows my mind. I don't know if I have a word for what that, I don't know, what's that mean? What's that, I know what it means, but what's that look like? Right. You I'm, know, this is going to sound really strange, and I mean it very sincerely early, early this morning, uh, well before sun came up. I, the Lord woke me up. I, I was, I was, I was trying to understand this. This is where it boiled down to. And, and honestly, God is indescribable. Mm. I mean, to, to describe him, 
I would have loved to have met him 2000 years ago, but I'll meet him someday. Um, But it is indescribable who the person of Jesus is. And so the, the understanding that a God who is immortal, invisible, all wise, a God who is the King of Kings, the King of glory, the King of the ages, the King of uh, uh, the Lord of Lords, that God was embodied. He was enfleshed, if you will, mm-hmm. in the person of Christ. Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. It really is mind blowing. Well, and I think the fact too, that he had to submit to authorities, he submit to his, his parents and, and yeah. what was, what was that like as he grew up? I mean, we knew that he grew in wisdom and stature, but you know, I, and of course, as a mom, I think about what it would have been like to be Jesus's mom. Unbelievable. You know, and 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 know it. And know it. It's like, right. This but then forget kid it. is special, and he right now, I'm not sure if he knows it or not. Maybe he. I, what what I, are you thinking? I don't know. I I often wonder. How do you discipline really, this kid? Exactly. What went through Mary and Joseph's <laughs> right. minds, and how they they, I, I don't know. Can you really understand? the fullness of, of God in Ooh. your child. And, and oh, well, I mean, gosh. I know that God loves my children, but then for your child is God. I don't know. There's just so much oh, my goodness. amazingness to, to think about with that. Yeah. And, and for his siblings and wow. Yeah. Just everybody that he interacted with to submit to a woman that you knit in her mother's womb <laughs> and yeah. to a man to allow yourself to be submitted to a tree being nailed to a tree mm. that you created. Oh man! To to submit yourself to a culture that's doing everything it can to push against submitting to the yeah. very person that mm. devised it. I, I, it's an again we come to the word indescribable. We keep yeah. using that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's it's an amazing thing to try to try to capture. If I were to, tr- so this is my. You know they say about really intelligent people like Einstein. One of the things they can do is they can hold a whole bunch of concepts all at once. Mm. And, uh, and then <clears throat> what's part of genius is to be able to hold those concepts, you know, calculate this one and this one and this one and this one, and then you tie them all together. Mm. Well, so he can probably do 10 or 20 of those. I can do two <laughs> at the same time. So that, that gives it, you. Yeah. So, but so here's the two that I have when I think of God. I think of complete and ultimate power, although I can't fully understand what that is, but I can look at the universe and I can kind of try to grasp it. Mm-hmm. Power. Oh my gosh. Big power. And yet total humility. Mm. So those oh, are wow. two concepts. When I think of bodily, you know, this deity in bodily form, I know it's much more than that. I mean, he's right. way more than that, but those are the two that my simple mind can hand, try to grasp as, as almost opposites. And maybe, Maybe that's not even enough. I mean, that, that's, like, that's like the Philippians passage, right? It, it, he, come, he comes from glory, and he submitted himself to death, even death on a cross. And so mm-hmm. that's the, the ultimate in power and glory and the, and the ultimate in dis, disgrace and sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Right. And so maybe humility is not even deep enough. It's, it's really a sacrificial. You put those two, two in the same camp. And there's a book my wife, and this is going to surprise you, my, my wife is reading. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's always reading about three books at once. And I wish I could tell you the name of it. I just remember the stuff she tells me out of it. But it's talking about how special God is that no author, no author has ever come up with this kind of character. Mm. Superman has a flaw. You know, he's, mm. he's super, um, uh, all of our superheroes, they have a, they have a kryptonite type of flaw. Mm-hmm. And 
no one would come up with the kind of character that Jesus Christ is. Fully of full of power, full of humility, mercy, grace, justice. Oh, man, I mean, you, and you pack all this into one person. Right. And this guy said, "No human author can think of this kind of person. We can't conceive of the kind of person that we see on the pages before us." Amen. Isn't that a cool thought? You know what I think too is so. Then going back to verse um, seven, it says, "Having been firmly rooted and now built up in Him." Like, why wouldn't we be firmly rooted and built up in him? And why would we let these elementary, um, and I'm speaking this to me, um, why would I let these elementary principles distract me from who he is? Because because there is no one else. We can't even create somebody that is as amazing as God. And so why would we ever distract from that? And and then to think about that, I was thinking when you were describing this, that what Christ makes us, if we could fully understand who he is and we set across the table from him or whatever it might be, you know, he, he sees us fully, you mm-hmm. know, all the good, bad, and the ugly. And I think I would feel his power. I think I would feel, Oh my gosh, the justice. But I think I also would feel the acceptance and the love mm-hmm. and the grace and the mercy and this, you know, the well done at the same time. I think you're going to f- feel that w- well done, good and faithful servant at the same time, be cut to the quick that I didn't measure, you know, whatever, mm. all those things at, at once mm-hmm. being in the presence of, right. of someone that is in the, the deity dwells in bodily form. I mean, I, I seriously can't imagine what it was right. like to walk with him. Right. And the disciples going, Oh my gosh, who, who is this guy? And it sure appears that what Paul is trying to get at, we finally arrive at verse number 10. And that's where he says, and you have been filled in him who is the head of all rule and authority. And so it's almost coming down to the question. So who sits on the throne of your life? Uh, Is it going to be philosophy and empty deceit? Are you going to turn to this king of kings whom God himself, he is is the bodily form of God himself, Mm -hmm. Are you going to allow him to sit on your heart's throne? Right. And that's kind of where it seems like this particular piece of scripture, this pericope, if you will, is a fancy word for this chunk of scripture, is where it's headed. Yeah. Who sits on your heart's throne? That's good. And it's easy for me. I, we can, we can, since we're at 10 minutes here, but it's easy for me. You know, I can get watching news or I can watch, you know, see who is going to be in charge of this thing going forward. How's this going to work? And it's like, uh, the answer is Christ is on the throne Amen. of this thing, right? I love it. Amen. We've got to we've got to keep our perspective right, and this is this is how we do it. So walk in Him. I love it. God bless you all.